close our eyes and lift our hands. Lord, we give you praise tonight. We bless your name. Lord, such an honor to be able to stand as intercessors. It's such an honor to shift the history, the very hinge point of Colorado tonight. That we get to stand and declare over our state that Jesus reigns, the revelation of Jesus. We declare, Jesus, you are high and exalted tonight. That Colorado is your inheritance. And we declare that all of Colorado shall be saved. We thank you, Jesus, the revelation of Jesus. Jesus being revealed tonight. We thank you for this prophetic moment in history where everything, the buckets, are about to be spilled forth in the name of Jesus. This tipping point, Lord. Just a little context for where we're going tonight. I wanted to get a feel for Denver. So I drove around Denver on Monday. I wanted to get a sense of the spiritual climate of the city. Years ago, did a lot of ministry in downtown Denver, street ministry in the projects. I've never seen Denver so dark. I had to drive around people laying in gutters. The tents, the, the things that are in the sidewalks, the sin, the needles. It was so dark. And I remember Heidi Gunal, she was, in fact, we'd be praying. She was debating Governor Polis tonight in Pueblo. All of Colorado is about to be turned. Amen. We're just believing that. But she said that Colorado was the worst in this and the worst in this and the worst in the nation for this. And it was this list of firsts that Colorado was taking in the realm of darkness. And I began to feel overwhelmed, and the Lord said, I want you to stand and declare my mercy. That as Colorado deserves judgment, as America deserves judgment, I want you to remind me, but also remind yourself that I'm a God of mercy. In Hebrews 9, we read what is in the holiest of holies. What's in the holy of holies was first a golden censer. That's the fire of God's presence upon our heart. It's our witness. The second thing that was in the ark was the manna, the cup of manna, representing the faithfulness of God. God is so faithful. The second thing was Aaron's rod, a, a rod that was dead that began to bud, that the glory of the Lord is coming upon Colorado, that what was dead is going to supernaturally begin to bud. And the third thing that was in the holiest of holies, remind me the third thing, it was oh, the tablets. And the Lord said, I'm going to write upon the hearts of my people my moral law. I'm going to write upon the hearts of my people my word. And then the fourth thing that was in there, I'm just all of a sudden drawing a blank. Help me. Anyways, there's a fourth thing that was in there. <laughs> but the key thing tonight that we're going to do, I want to read this scripture to you. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, it was, the, it was what God sits upon between the cherubim. He sits upon the mercy seat. We need to be reminded that what is in the glory is the mercy of God. That's the main one. What's in the glory, because we're being declared the glory of God is coming upon our, our state. The glory of God is coming upon Douglas County. The glory of God is coming upon Denver. What's in the glory? It's his mercy. It's his mercy. It's what the prophet declared in Habakkuk. And he said, oh Lord, would you revive your work in the midst of these years? In the midst of the years, would you make it known? Then he cried out, he said, Lord, in wrath, would you remember mercy? Then he begins to go and talk about the glory of the Lord is going to cover the earth. 
and it was going to cover the earth and but the knowledge of the glory that all men would be so aware of the glory that all men would have the knowledge that God's glory is upon the earth it's in our city I want to read the promises of God tonight to us and we're going to begin to pray and declare the mercy of God over Colorado as he promises you know the the times in history when they were the most dark when Nineveh was the most dark God was so vexed over Nineveh he said it's a people that can't even discern their left from their right hand and so I don't want to destroy them I want to bring mercy and 120,000 people were swept into the kingdom with the voice of a prophet and on Mount Carmel when five to seven million Jews that was estimated five to seven million Jews were under so much witchcraft they were killing their born babies that they were giving birth to and they were nursing their children they were playing with them that they would pass them through the fires of Molech they were destroying their babies Israel was under the curse of Jezebel under the curse of witchcraft and God met them on that mountain with mercy through the voice of a prophet but there were 7,000 others that had not bowed and that's the sense happening in Colorado right now there's a remnant crying out to the Lord and the Lord says the remnant is about to cause my mercy to fall upon six million Coloradans I'm gonna answer by mercy I'm gonna answer on this high place and the Lord declares tonight at 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 nevertheless when one turns to the Lord there's a veil that's being taken away now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty so Lord we just declare tonight first off Lord you are coming to remove the veil of blindness off the eyes of your people Father, we declare the spiritual blindness is about to be removed through the revelation of Jesus. Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27. The promise from the Lord, he said, then I'm going to sprinkle clean water on you. And I'm going to give you, and, I will, and you shall be clean. And I will cleanse you from all of your filthiness and from all of your idols. And I'm going to give you a new heart. And I'm going to put a new spirit within you. I'm going to take the heart of stone out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. And I will cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments and do them. Habakkuk began to declare that God was coming down from the high places. It's the picture that God has such zeal. He's moving with zeal from the high places to answer us. So Father, we declare tonight that mercy is not our idea. It is yours. You sit upon a mercy seat. Your throne is about mercy. We declare your heart is about mercy. Lord, we stand in the gap tonight as Aaron, the intercessor, as he positioned himself between the living and the dead, and the plague was stopped. We take our rightful place as sons and daughters tonight as intercessors, and we stand between the living and the dead, and we remind you, God, to have mercy. You're a God of mercy. Father, we prophesy over Colorado. The hour of visitation is upon you. The revelation of Jesus is upon Colorado. Father, we bless from the north into the south. We bless the east into the west. We declare that every high place will be brought down. Every spiritual high place will be brought down and every low place will be brought up. We prophesy over Colorado. You will not be a crooked state. You will not be a dark state for the glory of the Lord is rising upon you in the name of Jesus. We declare in one day Colorado can be saved. In one day you will answer by fire upon this high place. In Jesus' name, we bless Colorado that all of Colorado shall know Jesus. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. So tonight we're going to begin to declare that God is faithful. 
His love endures forever. We're going to begin to declare that whatever is dead is going to begin to live again. We're going to declare that Colorado is going to come alive. It will flourish and bud. And all of Colorado will know that God is faithful. God is faithful. Lord, we bless your name tonight. We bless our state tonight. We stand tonight as intercessors, reminding you, O God, have mercy in the name of Jesus.
just a little bit on format here. We have people online on the Zoom, and uh, so they're going to be joining in as well. Uh, and again, just so you guys know on Zoom, uh, just raise your hand on the hand raising option there. I'll know you guys want to pray. And then in here, uh, just get my attention, and then uh, I'll bring the mic around. I'm asking this. We're going to keep it vertical, which we've talked about the last couple of weeks is just this, it's not a time to, to speak into things or talk about things. It's a time to, to pray. And then what we do is that brings us into an agreement. When you're speaking about things, it's like you're talking to people. We're not talking to people. We're talking to the Lord, and everyone's coming into an agreement. So uh, I'm just going to read just a couple scriptures here, and Jack's going to pray. Uh, scripture in, in uh, Habakkuk 3.2, it says, Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. Let's just remember how much mercy our Lord has. It says in, uh, in Zechariah 7-9, it says, This is what the Lord Almighty says. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. In Micah 6, 8, is in this the other day, it just says, it says, act justly. It says, this is what the Lord requires of you. Act justly, love mercy, and then walk humbly with your God. There's so many verses here. Uh, i just read Romans 12, 1. Here's one that... Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, for this is your true and proper worship. So, Lord, we just thank you for your mercy tonight. Yeah. I thank you, Lord. I'm going to have Jack. He's going to lead us in prayer. Read uh, Jeremiah 33. Call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things you have not known. So, God, we posture ourselves like Jeremiah. We're calling out to you, God. You, the Holy One, the God of mercy and loving kindness, the tested God. You say, Behold, I will bring to it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and the fortunes of Israel and rebuild them as they were at first. I will cleanse them from their all the guilt of their sin against me. I will forgive all their guilt of their sin and rebellion against me. And this city shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and a glory before all the nations of the earth, who shall hear of all the good that I do for them. They shall fear and tremble because of all the good and all the prosperity I provide for them. So, Father God, we thank you. You're such a good God. You will overwhelm this state with your goodness, God. Your goodness and restoration are coming, Jesus. We just receive it. 
We thank you for it, God. Yes. Pouring out your mercy on this state in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. been highlighting to me, especially today, um, I-70 and I-25 and how they section or crisscross in the middle of Colorado. And I feel um, like Colorado, like many of you in this room, feel like it's a pivotal time and place and that Colorado is a forerunner. And um, this is the scripture he gave me in Isaiah 35, and I'm reading from the Passion. There will be a highway of holiness called the sacred way. The impure will not be permitted on this road, but it will be accessible to God's people. And not even fools will lose their way. The lion will not be found there. No wild beast will travel on it. They will not be found there but the redeemed will find a pathway on it. Yahweh's ransomed ones will return with the lead to Zion. They will enter with a song of rejoicing and be crowned with everlasting joy. Ecstatic joy will overwhelm them. Weariness and grief will disappear. So Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. Lord, you are taking the weariness. Lord, you are taking the tears and the grief from your people that we will rise up, that we will declare Colorado is yours. We see the blood of Jesus from the north to the south, to the east to the west, and we declare I-70 and I-25 to be the property of the Lord. And we call heaven to earth. We declare that a highway of heaven and that highway will lead to you, Lord, and uh, no others uh, shall be permitted upon it, that there will be redemption, that this is a place of holiness. It is a cross, and I declare it sacred, and that the communion and blood of Jesus shall cover it, and we just declare it and prophesy it right now in Jesus' name. Go. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Can, we turn can up you hear up? me? Turn up Zoom. Okay. How's it sound? You're on. Good. Good, okay. I just want to thank the Father. Um, there's just such a... It's like a campfire of His glory that we're all present here tonight. We just want to take time to honor the Lord with that. Father, we thank you. Um, can you actually mute your side mic? I can't hear. Uh, it's all staticky. Just mute it for a quick sec. So sorry. Don't know if we can. Just, okay. Just turn the volume down while you're praying. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. Sorry, guys. 
So, Father, we thank you for the campfire of your presence here. We thank you, Lord. We're surrounded around your throne, worshiping you day and night. We praise you, Jesus. Lord, just as we were singing that, that mercy, there's glory in the mercy, and mercy is in the glory. Lord, we pray for, I, I just, my heart was so stirred of those that, those that have uh, bitten the bait of offense, those that have just dabbled with witchcraft, with the demonic realm, um, those that are in positions of influence and authority. Uh, I, I feel just so the fear of the Lord it is so upon the land that at a move like this, we have to understand that when his hand is going to move, the ones that have refused to repent in turn will be wiped out. And so, Lord, our cry here tonight is mercy for those that have walked in darkness. We cry out with the love of Jesus in our heart right now and pray. And he gave me 2 Thessalonians 2. And I just want to read this and, and then pray this. And then um, he also gave me Amos. And it says that... Um, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 9. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Now listen to this. And for this reason, for this reason, because they did not love the truth, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie and that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So Jesus, we pray right now with this word of mercy, God. Mercy, mercy even on our governor. Mercy on those that are in office that have dabbled with, with destructive ways in, in um, greed, and lust, corruption, Jesus. We pray your mercy would arrest their hearts like a hook in the heart of your love, holding them down to their knees into a place of repentance, God. That our hearts are that there would not be ones who would perish, but these ones would have such a, a violent and radical turning to you, Jesus Christ. That there would be such that violent turning that they would be on the front lines in this move of God, saying, I used to walk this way, but this is my testimony. I encountered him, and now my life is different. God, we pray that your harvest would reap in this hour. Those that have walked in evil, in darkness. Lord, a couple weeks ago on a prayer call, you gave your son Dan Yakely the word that he saw Jesus Christ standing in the middle of the pentagram. That very night before, I had a dream that Jesus' glory invaded the satanic churches. I had a dream, and they had a massive communion um, revival event. And they were like, what, what did we do? We don't even know what to do, what, that we get to receive from this table. And so, Jesus, we pray that right now with that mercy word, that you would send your mercy that would draw them into repentance, God, that none would perish, but that would join the lines of this move of God. And then the Lord gave me Amos 5:24. I decree this over Colorado. The flood waters are rising. The flood waters are rising in Hartzell, where we were praying. I saw in the spirit, the Lord told me months before that when that ground was struck at the heart with repentance, that was before we even knew what was going on. He said, when the heart of Colorado is struck with repentance, a geyser will erupt of miracle signs and wonders of holiness, of purity. So Jesus, we pray that 
and we decree and declare that Colorado will be flooded with Amos 5.24, but let justice run down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. God, would you flood this state? I remember at the standard last year, God, when the water was rolling, you downpoured rain upon Denver, God, the darkest place right now that we've been seeing that Dan Yankley just talked about. God, but you sent that revival rain and there were baptisms in the rain and the water was rolling down the stairs and you dropped us in my spirit then, God. We believe, God, that you are flooding the judicial system. We believe, God, you are flooding the governmental system here in Colorado with your righteousness and your justice and your holiness. God, let Colorado be flooded with your holiness and your glory. So that, Amos 9, verse 13, through 14 will come to pass which says we decree over Colorado behold the days are coming says the Lord when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes him who sows seed the mountain shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it I will bring back the captives of my people Israel and they shall build the waste cities and they shall inhabit them they shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them they shall also make gardens and eat fruit from them. I will plant them in their land and no longer shall they be pulled up for the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. So God, just lift your arms with me, please. You can hear my voice. Just lift your arms. Father, we appeal to heaven. We appeal to the Lord of majesty. We appeal to King Jesus. You are the Lord over all of Colorado. We pray, God, that your glory would fall like rain upon all this land saturate the hearts with holiness with righteousness with repentance god now before the wave fully hits before the wave hits god we pray your mercy would flood this state would flood all the judicial system the educational system the arts and media god where there's been corruption in the media jesus we pray your mercy we apply the blood of jesus christ over all seven mountains and we lift our hands in faith just as Moses did with Aaron and her holding them up. And we say the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. And God, just as you sent before King Jehoshaphat, the Levites, the wild ones, the worshipers, God, I pray that there would be a new sound released in the streets, the sound of revival that would reverberate in the hearts and awaken the lost, lonely, and lame into taking their position for your glory and your kingdom in this hour, God. We decree, Colorado, you are ripe for the harvest in Yeshua's name. And by the blood, we declare this in agreement. We all say amen. Let justice roll down like a river. Let righteousness rain down like the rain let justice roll down like a river let righteousness come down like the rain let justice roll down like a river let righteousness come down like the rain let justice Come like the rain, 
Can you hear me? You're on. Gene, go for it. You can pray. Psalms 85, verse 6, will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people and to his saints, but let them not turn back to their folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Yes. Amen. Father God, this is the cry of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Will you not revive us? Father God, I'm, I'm praying for the church. I'm praying for the, your, your people who love you. That you would first revive our hearts, that we would fall in love with you all over yes. again. God, that where the life has where life has hardened the soul of our hearts, Lord, 
Would you break up that fallow ground? Would you cause it to be ready? So that when you pour out the rain, we can receive it. We, that our hearts would not be... It wouldn't just bounce off of us. It wouldn't just... We want that. We want your rain to penetrate into our hearts, Lord. Lord, we, we thank you for your mercy. Over your children's lives, Lord. Let us not return to our folly. Let us not go back to religion. Let us not go back to, to a form of godliness but denying its power. Lord, we ask that you would pour your Holy Spirit all over. Yes. All over this state, Lord, where the that the Holy Spirit would have freedom like he's never had in this state. Lord, that every worship service, every gathering would be led by you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we we lay down our orchestration. We lay down our 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 conductor's wand and we put it back in the Holy Spirit's hand and we say conduct our services yes. conduct our prayer meetings yes. we're all listening to you we're all focused on you God yes. Lord even today I was reading about the Welsh revival and he said that when you're ready to pour out your mercy you cause your people to pray so, Lord, would you pour out a spirit of intercession all over the state? Lord, we don't want to just say our prayers. We want to interact with you. We want to be involved with you. We want to intercede. We want to stand in the gap for our state. Pour out the mantles of the intercessors. I reminded, Lord, of those four Baptist women. Back in the 60s, they felt the mantle come upon them. Do it again, Lord. Do it again so that what you desire to be birthed in this state can be birthed. In Jesus' name. Okay, Jean. Let us come therefore boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of Lord, we thank you for that privilege. We thank you, Father, that that's the power, twins, your, your mercy and your grace. Your mercy, Lord, not giving us what we deserve and your grace giving us what we don't deserve. Lord, it's all obtained by your love. Lord, we want people to know you. We, want, we know, God, it is your will that none should perish. So we're asking you, Lord, to rise up in your people and such a hunger and such a desire to represent you in this land with the love that shed abroad in our heart or that we can reflect the, the, the king glory, the glory of our king, that others not know you. Lord, we ask for a spirit of grace, a spirit of revelation, knowledge to hover over this state that people will Amen. know truth and that they know you. That's the most important thing, Lord, that they know you, they know your goodness. We just pray that every man, woman, and child that lives in Colorado and all those that are coming into Colorado will know you. Lord, that they will taste the goodness of the Lord. 
crown this day with your goodness and your mercy, Lord. Your goodness and mercy. Your goodness and mercy, Lord. We know it's your desire, Father. We know that you love Colorado, and we know that Colorado belongs to you. We just declare it. Colorado belongs to our Lord God, Jesus Christ, King of glory. And he will have what he belongs to him. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing. We praise you, Father, for your abundance, abundance of grace and mercy that's been poured out in this land. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us unto yourself, your inheritance, your treasure, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing, Almighty God. Says the Lord in uh, John 17, 21. 21, I'm sorry, 21. Okay, I'm going to talk in Spanish. She's going to translate. She's better in Spanish than me. Okay. Para que todos sean uno, como tu padre, en mí y yo en ti. También ellos sean uno en nosotros. Pero esto, este es el más importante, este es clave. Para que el mundo, para que Colorado, para que los Estados Unidos de América, crea que tú me envías. So John 17, 21 says that they all may be one as you, Father, are one in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us and that the world and here's the important part. Colorado, the United States, may believe that you sent me. Padre. Father. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. En el nombre de Jesús, in Señor. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Venimos delante de tu presencia. We come before your presence. Porque tú eres lo más especial para nosotros. Because you are the most special for us. Sabemos que tú vas a hacer grandes cosas. We know that you're going to do great things. Señor, que el mundo te conozca. Lord, that the world may know you. Que Colorado te conozca. That Colorado may know you. Que Castle Rock te conozca. That Castle Rock may know you. Y todos unidos, Señor. And united, Lord. Con el mismo propósito. With the same purpose. Oramos, Señor, que la gente en en lugares privilegiados we pray so that people in privileged positions en lugares de, de, de poder político in positions of political power te conozcan may know you te conozcan Señor may know you Lord hoy oramos Señor delante de ti today we pray before you Lord como hermanos en Cristo as brothers in Christ en uno solo as, as one 
pidiendo lo mismo para que tú derrames tu poder Señor tu conocimiento sobre nosotros Señor hoy te pedimos hoy te rogamos Señor que el poder y el fuego de tu Espíritu abunde a tu iglesia Señor y que nosotros Señor con ese poder con esa unidad siendo uno en ti podamos impactar a Colorado que la fuente oh Rey de Gloria impacte esta gran nación Señor imparte a la a, a, a los lugares altos que ellos te conozcan como tu pueblo te conoce y que podamos decir Señor que seamos todos los Estados Unidos uno en ti en ti Señor gracias Dios bendigo a todos mis hermanos porque sé que somos unos en ti en el nombre de Jesús amén Revelation chapter 5 And I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice Who is worthy to open the scroll and loose its seals And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look at it So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne now when he had taken the scroll the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each having a harp and golden bowls full of the incense which are the prayers of the saints And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and every tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God who shall reign on the earth. I heard the Lord say, My kings and priests that I have made you, Are you willing, now that you have filled the bowls with your intercession, are you willing to present yourselves a living sacrifice, your blood into the bowls to cause them to overflow? The bowls are full. The intercession has filled the bowls. They now have to be overflowing and tipped 
This is the hour. This is the hour. The darkness is coming in my greatest light from the beginning of creation when I put the sun in the skies is about to manifest. Will you put yourself and your lives into the bowls of that intercession? Will you? It is time. Father, we ask you, Lord, you've given us great vision. You've given us great hope. You, Christ, are the hope of glory in us. Lord, the time is coming for you to be glorified. Jesus, you are about to receive your just reward. Father, will you help us by your grace and your mercy to be those living sacrificed kings and priests at your altar. Lord, for your purposes in Colorado, not just Colorado, though, for all of those nations, tribes, and tongues who have gathered together, Lord God, to give you worship and honor and glory. Help us, Lord, by your grace. Grace us, Lord, with your mercy. Come, Lord, fill us, Lord, with your glory to overflow the bowls in Jesus' name. Lord, we do ask for uh, a spirit of abandonment to come over the body of Christ. Lord, we do ask for uh, a spirit of which, when just like the, um, the brothers James and John, when you encountered them, when they looked into your eyes and you said, come and follow me, uh, that they just left their boats, they left their nets, they just abandoned what they were about. Lord, I thank you, your spirit is, is hovering over the body of Christ. Lord, I, I thank you that you are wooing brothers and sisters in the, in the quiet of the night at different times, Lord. They can feel the drawing, Lord. Would you give a grace for them to drop their nets? Would you give a grace for those in the body of Christ who've been holding back, who've just been unaware? Lord, you're starting to woo them. Would you, would you cause them to be uh, able to say, yes, Lord, and abandon uh, common ways? Lord, you're calling us to higher and holy things, to sacred things, God. Would you cause us to leave behind common things and say, yes, yes, Jesus, I'll go the full distance. I'll go wherever you lead me. Like Jim was praying, God, that there would be a, an abandonment so we put our very lives in the bowls in addition to our prayers. We ask you for this. We ask you to move mightily in the body of Christ for a level of abandonment that we have never seen before in the name of Jesus Christ. Right at the beginning when we got started, the Lord gave me Zechariah 3. And as I've been reading it over and over, probably a dozen times during this, the Lord is saying, he's, I want to declare what he's saying to us in this in response to the intercession, in response to us coming together. So in, in the first verse, it's where Joshua is standing, Joshua the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan's right there at his right hand, accusing him before the Lord. And the Lord said prophetically, we are Joshua, the body of Christ, and, and pleading and interceding for not only our own sins, but the sins of the people and the land in Colorado. And Satan's right there, accusing, and the Lord says, and God, we thank you for what you're doing. God himself says to Satan, 
accusing Colorado to the Lord saying, how can you bring your glory? God was showing me, he's saying, Satan is accusing Colorado and we're interceding prophetically. And he's saying, how can you bring your glory to Colorado? And the Lord says, the Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem, Colorado, rebuke you. Is not Colorado a brand plucked from the fire? And then it says Joshua was standing before the angel clothed with filthy garments, which represent the filthiness and the sin of the land and the people in our own sin. And, and the angel of the Lord said to those who are standing by, remove the filthy garments. This is what God is saying he's doing in response. He's removing the filthy garments from Colorado. God, as we intercede, you are removing the filthy garments. And he says, behold, I have taken away your iniquity from you. And I will clothe you with pure garments. That's the holiness and purity. And he said, let them put clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord was standing by. God, we thank you and declare that you are releasing the righteousness of Christ. You are giving the garments of Christ to Colorado. In your mercy, God, though we don't deserve it in our intercession, you are responding. And he says, thus says the Lord of hosts. If you walk in my ways and keep my charge, you shall rule my house and have charge in my courts. And God is bestowing authority. God, you are giving us an authority. You are bestowing in this mantle of intercession. You are bestowing a, an authority in Colorado, God, to walk and establish your house in Jesus' name. And he goes on and he says, Hear now, O Joshua, the high priest. And that's God talking to us, beloved. He says to you and your friends who sit before you, for they are men who are a sign. And he goes on to say, behold, I will bring my servant the branch. That is Jesus. God is saying, I am bringing Jesus into Colorado. The revelation of Jesus Christ. I am bringing the glory of my son into Colorado. And he says, for behold, on the stone that I have set before you, Joshua, the stone that God is setting before us as we intercede. On a single stone with seven eyes, the Spirit of God, I will engrave its inscription, declares the Lord of hosts. And he says, I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day, declares the Lord of hosts. God, we thank you that you are coming, that you are releasing Jesus in your glory, that you are rebuking Satan that you have enlisted us to stand before you with Christ, to intercede. And God, you are not listening to Satan saying, how can you bring your glory? You are listening to us and you are rebuking Satan. And you are removing the iniquity of this land in a single day. And we declare, Colorado, this is that day. This is the day that the Lord is speaking of in Jesus' name. Oh, we say, behold.
us with your spirit. We thank you, you are breathing new life again. We thank you, you are taking off filthy robes and giving us robes of righteousness, robes of righteousness. We say we believe in the God who can remove iniquity in one day, one day. We believe in the God who can in one day, one day. We believe in the God who can remove our iniquity in one day, one day. Behold, you are taking away our iniquity. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for mercy. Oh, behold, God, I'm asking you for the harvesters of harvesting. God, the harvesters. God, that you'd go throughout our culture in this state and find the people in the deepest, darkest places, God. The gang leaders, God, we're calling for them to come to Jesus. The human traffickers, God. Antifa members, God. Anarchists. God, who are so far away from you that they've come close to you. God, that you'd woo their hearts with a father heart spirit going out through this state. Here I am, I love you. Here I am, I love you. That they would hear the voice of the Father. Heads of the LGBTQ community, God. We're asking for their souls, God. They'd hear the love of the Father throughout this state, calling, wooing them in. Yes, Jesus. Calling in the worst, darkest people, God. Go to the underbelly of our culture, God, and see the ones you love, God. The criminals, Jesus. Go to the prisons, save people in the prisons, God. They'll lead so many others to Christ, God. They'll be so on fire for you. We thank you for it, Jesus, for the harvesters being on fire for Jesus. is a proclamation defining the church from the word. We recognize you, Holy Spirit, as a person of the Godhead, the person of the Godhead, with revelation of oneness with you, with your body, with the church of Jesus Christ. As King David, where is King David? Uh, and as men who brought freedom to their families who had been taken captive by the enemy. Whereas John the Baptist who exclaimed, he must become greater and we must become less. As Nehemiah, who accurately assessed the situation, simulated a plan and executed under the direction of God, 
the sons of Issachar who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. As King Hezekiah said, be strong, courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, because the king of Assyria and the vast army with him, for there is a greater power with us than with him. Whereas Moses, a people who know their God, his ways, thus we boldly enter into the most holy place through the blood of Jesus, praying on behalf of those who are pow under the power of the devil. The Lord himself, who is seated at the right hand of the heavenly realms over every rule, every authority, every power, every dominion, every name that has been given and shall be given in the age to come. We are as the apostle Paul who proclaimed, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them everything I have commanded. And the fruit of this being for this city and the cities throughout Colorado, then this city. These cities will bring me renown, joy, praise, and honor before the nations of the earth that hear that all the good things that I do for it. And they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace I provide for it. And I release that. I release that definition of your church by your word that cannot return void, shall not return void, but has the power within it to do all it says it shall do in Jesus' name. Amen. now we as a nation stand here and we watch what's going on in Florida the name of the meat the meaning of the name of Ian is God is gracious and so we just recognize that your grace is all over this storm and it's it, it's bringing on it's showing us your power and God we just take that that understanding and we run with it yeah. and we will claim the grace of God over everything we see that stands against yeah. the name of Jesus Christ yeah. of Nazareth. Yeah. We claim healing. We claim yeah. deliverance. We claim truth and righteousness. Yeah. We claim obedience. We claim love in every single church on the face of the earth. For Jesus only. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Lord, every time darkness has crept over the earth, God, you've always raised up a voice of truth, God. In this season of the earth where it seems unreasonable men have been put in places of power and they're doing unreasonable things, God, would you raise up your oracles, God? Would you raise up another voice of truth, God? men and women of God that would draw the land in the sand, God, and they would not settle for political correctness, God, or the status quo, but they would speak the truth, the word of God at all costs, Lord. Would you raise up the voices of boldness, God? Would you release the oracles of heaven on the earth right now that would redefine um, what, what 
uh, the, the Christian culture is, God, that you would reestablish your church on the earth, God, that would stand for holiness, God, that would stand for boldness, God, at all costs, Lord, that they would speak the very truth of heaven, Lord. Jesus, release the Nazarites on the earth, God. Release the voices, God. Release your voices on the earth, God. Release your voices of truth right now in Colorado, God, that you would raise up voices of truth, men and women of God that would no longer settle, Lord, for compromise. Jesus, would you reestablish the prayer room, God? Would you reestablish our prayer lives, Jesus? Would you take us back to the very foundations of your church, God, that did absolutely nothing without seeking you first, Lord? We don't want to go if you're not going, Lord. We don't want to leave this place, Jesus, without your presence, God. Raise up the voices of truth right now on the earth, God. Raise up the voices of truth. Give us boldness. Stretch out your hand in the earth. Give us boldness. Raise up the voices of truth. Give us boldness. Stretch out your hand in the earth. Give us boldness. Raise up your voices of truth. Give us boldness. Stretch out your hand in the earth. Give us boldness. Raise up your voices of truth. Give us boldness. Stretch out your hand. Pastor Dan earlier said that when he was in downtown Denver, he had never seen it so dark. In Genesis 1, God said, let there be light. We all know that this light spoken up here is physical. I want to prophesy this verse over Colorado 
beginning with downtown Denver. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. He separated it. In John chapter 12, Jesus said, now is the time. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. Now the prince of this world will be driven out in Colorado, beginning in downtown Denver. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. Lord God, we pray that the yes. darkness in downtown Denver and all over Colorado will be replaced with the light that the darkness will be expelled. The light of Christ will come in and fill every place where the darkness was. As we lift up the name of Jesus and him sacrificed on the cross for us, as we lift him up, the darkness will be expelled in this state beginning in Denver. And the light of Christ will shine. For the glory of God. It's like turn the wrong things right, make the darkness light in this land. Make the darkness light, turn the wrong things right, make the darkness light in this land. Make the darkness light. Turn the wrong things right, make the dark. 
And God, the same mercy that we receive, God, we're going to give it away. We're going to give it away. God, we cannot give away that which we haven't received. We receive your mercy right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we give it away, God, to those around us, those we encounter, God, those we minister to. Let it be said today, I just prophesy this over Colorado. The mercy of man will birth revival. God, the empathy of our hearts, God, will move us to compassion. That's what Jesus said. His heart was moved to compassion, and thus she was healed. Let it be released today, Lord. Let it be prophesied over this state. The mercy of man will birth revival. want to pray for a second here. I'm getting stirred up. And uh, I want to give everybody else a chance to pray. But I want to read this, Zechariah 7. Uh, it says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Administer true justice. And then it says this, how show mercy and compassion to one another. Do not oppress the widow or the, or the fatherless. Lord, I thank you that you are raising up a church that is going to learn how to show mercy. Lord, where we have, the church has often been the one that is judged. Lord, it says, do not judge lest you be judged. But Lord, you call your church to be merciful as you bring mercy, as you are mercy, as you show mercy. And just as, as Alan over there was praying, I, I, went, I just saw Isaiah 60 in a, in a different way here, where it says, arise, shine. For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. And he says, Behold, or see, there's darkness that covers the earth, and there's thick darkness over the people. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. And even as, as Marcus was praying or singing this, what was it? Mercy, mercy and glory, glory and mercy. And uh, I just see this as, as the church rises. As there is a rising of the church to bring mercy towards the dark, towards the darkness, toward into darkness. It's not the judgment that's gonna that's gonna bring the healing and gonna bring people. It's the goodness of the Lord that brings people to repentance. So, Lord, we just declare that your church is gonna understand and live in a place of mercy. Every one of us, <laughs> without mercy, we would be in real trouble. There's no one who could say, I don't need your mercy. Every single person needs mercy. So if we need mercy, how can we not extend that same mercy to those around us? So Lord, may we be a church that loves well and that extends mercy, that cries out for forgiveness, not only just for ourselves, but for those around us who, don't, who do not know, just as Jesus hung on the cross and it says they, do, they did not understand, they do not know what they do. Lord, I pray that you would open the eyes of people around us as we extend mercy. Where there is darkness and where there's a thick darkness over people, I thank you, Lord, that it's the mercy that's going to remove those veils. It's your love, it's your mercy, it's your grace that begins to break off the veil. So I thank you for light that's connected with mercy. <laughs> I just see that connection between the two. That light is a, it's a mercy that goes, it's a grace that goes before us. So, Lord, I pray for that mercy to be released by your church. Lord, we know it's your heart. Lord, may it be the church's heart to release mercy in this time. 
In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yo siento orar como está en Hechos 2. I feel to pray like it is written in Acts chapter 2. Cuando llegó el día de Pentecostés, estaban todos unánimes juntos. Acts 2.1 says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, and as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Señor, Lord, el momento más oscuro de la noche es justo antes del amanecer. The darkest moment of the night is right before the morning comes. Y estamos convencidos que tú cumplirás tu promesa, que hay un nuevo amanecer para Colorado. Señor, oramos por una unción de convicción de pecado sobre Colorado. Señor, por un arrepentimiento genuino en este estado. Señor, y al mismo tiempo, porque todo Colorado sea un aposento alto. Señor, derrama tu espíritu sobre toda carne en Colorado. Dios trae una revolución, un Pentecostés de este tiempo. Señor, después de clamar y clamar y clamar por misericordia, unánimes, oramos, Señor, trae un avivamiento, trae un avivamiento, empodera a tu pueblo, danos unción para testificar de Cristo con poder. Sana enfermos, resucita muertos, libera cautivos. El Espíritu de Dios está sobre el pueblo de Cristo. Y hay una unción sobre nosotros para este tiempo en Colorado. Y es una unción que ha de manifestarse poderosamente. Es una unción que hará que toda alma corra rendida a los pies de Cristo. Señor, oramos por una revolución y no solo un avivamiento. Oramos por reforma, reforma en la sociedad, reforma en las familias, reforma en los hogares. Reforma en los colegios. Jesús, entrónate en todo Colorado y trae fuego, fuego, fuego que convenza, fuego que queme, fuego que purifique, fuego que encienda, fuego que aviva. Colorado. Colorado. Aviva, Colorado. Aviva, Señor. Gracias.
gracias, Lord. Porque tú cumples todo lo que prometes. Tú has prometido. Y aquí todos creemos. We believe, Lord. That is done. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for my Hispanic brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for conviction. Thank you, God, that you're raising up more and more conviction in the hearts of the saints in the name of Jesus. You know, it was uh, shared about um, that all that the land could be cleansed in one day, the whole land. And what would it look like if robes of filth were replaced with robes of righteousness? And there's been prophesied a lot about Colorado being like the Welsh Revival. So in the Welsh Revival, there were tens of thousands of miners, and they were hardened, you know, cussing. The, the two main things that, that was prevalent in that day were um, gambling and sport, and it was very much common that most of those guys would spend all their money, all the money they made, would be spent on those things. Their families were malnourished. Uh, when the revival came, thousands and thousands of these miners got caught up in the love of God. They got a robe of righteousness. They became fathers again for their own children. Many of the women said that after the revival came, it was the first time that they had a full meal sitting at their table on Christmas Day and that their children had gifts at, uh, to be given at Christmas. We thank you, Lord, that when you sweep across this state, God, that a robe of righteousness will be given to some of the most hardened people, that their lives will be transformed, that families will be restored, that prodigals will come home, that family life will be wonderful again. Lord, we thank you that you are moving to bring just, just imagine this. Lord, we, we ask you to enlighten our imagination to believe like a million people have a robe of righteousness that never had it before in Colorado that a, a, a million people, their homes are restored, their families are made whole again. Holy Spirit, like was just prayed, we ask you for that level of fire to sweep through hearts and minds and restore families in the name of Jesus Christ. Does everyone have communion elements? The blood and the body. I just want to pray into this. And What I love is something is shifting, I think, across this nation, but it's evident across Colorado where there is a greater revelation and understanding a depth of understanding of the, the body and the blood of Jesus. And I know many churches, I mean, it's like it would be maybe once a month where you do communion. Now, I mean, I know for us, that's completely shifted to where we're taking communion all the time. We're taking it on Sundays. We're taking it on Wednesday night when we can. We're taking it on Tuesdays in our staff meetings. And uh, it, it just all, all, all that... <laughs> Anytime we can, 
Why? Because it's when we understand the blood and the body of Jesus, it's all about Jesus. Everything is about Jesus. It's about his body. It's about his blood. Without his body and without his blood, we have no life. It's not a one-time thing. You take it once, and it's, it's something that we, <laughs> says, do as often as you drink in remembrance of me. Lord, I just thank you that we get this opportunity right now to take the body and the blood of Jesus. Lord, may we not take this for granted. May we not take this lightly. Lord, this, this body, which was broken for us because of a merciful God who gave his son. In 1 John 4, it says, this is love. God is love. What did he do? He defined love as giving his son as an atonement for our sins, that we could come into oneness with the Father, oneness with Jesus, oneness with the Spirit. It's only by the blood and by the body of Christ. So, Lord, we thank you for the body. And even just as this is, is Christ's body that's broken for us, Lord, that we would recognize the body of Christ and the beauty of the body of Christ. Not just the current body of Christ, but also the future body of Christ. <laughs> that there are many out there that do not know Jesus right now, but that will know Jesus because of us, because we're the hands and feet of Jesus, because we're the ones that hold out the word of life like stars in the universe. That the body of Christ is it's becoming the fullness of Christ. Ephesians, it says that we are the fullness of Christ. He's the head, but we are the fullness of his body. So, Lord, give us greater wisdom, greater revelation of the body of Christ. Lord, that we would not curse, that we would not come against, that we would not judge the body. Even when the body of Christ fails, even when they do something that's completely wrong, who's the first one to cast the stone? <laughs> It's typically the church to say, ha, look what they've done. But Lord, may we be known as the most merciful, filled with grace, filled with love. Not only for the sinners, but those that are in the church that falter. That we wouldn't, we wouldn't come against them, but we would cry out. Just as it was cried out so many times, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. And we, I was looking at this today. David, when you look at the Psalms, there's, I, I didn't count the exact number, but it's about 25 times in the Psalms that David cries out for mercy. He understood the very nature, character of God, who God was. He's a merciful God. So, Lord, we thank you for your body. We thank you for the mercy and grace that came through your son. Jesus, we're so thankful that you gave of yourself for us. That your body was broken so that we could have life. That you would be called the bread of life. We thank you for your body. We take this body. We take it now. We take it into ourselves. 
the body of Christ. thank you for your blood the body and the blood of Jesus we just remember where would we be without the blood what future would we have without the blood where would we be locked in sin without the blood of Christ What bondage of darkness would be we walk would we be walking in without the blood that freed us? We thank you for your blood, Jesus. We remember that we were dead to God. We could not respond. We were dead to the word. We were dead to the things of the Spirit, but we've been made alive by the blood. We remember we were under control of the prince of the power of the air. And we had nothing against the lust of our flesh, the sins of the mind, the sins of the body, but the blood freed us. The blood gave us an inheritance. The blood established us in his kingdom. By your blood, we endure suffering, looking for the hope of glory. By your blood, we're matured by trials. Lord, we just we thank you. It's, it's all through the purchasing, redeeming power of the blood. We say thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. We prophesy a great communion revival. We prophesy a turning to the blood of Christ. We prophesy there's freedom in the blood. We prophesy there's freedom in the blood of Jesus. So we thank you for it. We prophesy that many others are going to encounter the power of the blood. That you went into the most holy place, sprinkled the blood so that we could have access to the Father. God, we thank you for this. And we use that access to say, bring more children into the kingdom. Bring more children into the throne room. Bring more children into the family. Wash this state with the blood. Wash this state with the blood. Wash us, God. Oh, though your sins were red as scarlet, I will make you white as snow. Wash us with the blood bring heaven and earth together because of the power of the blood of the cross unite it God unite it we declare the purchasing power there is purchasing power there's redeeming power it's a power that reaches out and grabs people and pulls them into the kingdom of light we prophesy the redeeming, purchasing power of the blood. And we thank you for it. 
We thank you for it. It speaks the better word. It speaks the better word. We say, the Lord rebuke you, accuser of the brethren. It speaks the better word. It speaks the better word. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Have not we been plucked out of the fire by the blood of Jesus? The Lord rebuke you over our state. Have not we been plucked out of the fire by the blood of Jesus? So we thank you for your blood. And we take it in us, just like we took the body. We, we take it inside of us. We say, come and commune. Come and dine. Come and dwell. Come and have your way. You are the residents of our heart. You are the residents of this temple. It is you, God. It is the blood on the altar inside of us. Just like the blood was on the altar inside of the temple. Lord, we say, fill your temple with glory. The glory of the blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's take the blood. Why don't we all stand tonight? We're just going to end with a strong decree. And, th and then we're going to sing together. My eyes just fell upon this this last week and saw, saw just a, a little different way. Jesus was coming. He was coming towards Jerusalem. This is right at the end of his three years of ministry. And he's coming towards Jerusalem. And Jerusalem had rejected his ministry. And he began to weep over Jerusalem. He said, had you have known the very hour of your visitation, you, even you, if you had have known, he says, but you did not discern the hour of visitation. So therefore, your walls are going to be torn down. Your temple is going to be laid waste. Your enemies are going to surround the city and besiege you. And it struck me, if Jerusalem had embraced the Son of God, what took place 70 years after his death would have never happened. The second temple would still be standing that Haggai began to prophesy the glory of the latter house would be greater than the former. And I heard the Lord said, I want you to begin the decree over Colorado. You will not miss your day of visitation. Let's lift our hands and let's begin to prophesy over our state that you will not miss your day of visitation. Colorado, we prophesy over you you will discern the revelation of Jesus. You will not miss your day of visitation. We declare there will be no siege mounts built against Colorado. We declare there will be no destruction over our state. That even right now as the visitation of Jesus is coming, the enemy is being driven out in the name of Jesus. Colorado, we declare your eyes will be open to Jesus. You will not miss your day of visitation. Jesus be exalted. Jesus be lifted up. The revelation of Jesus over Colorado. We bless the boundaries 
and borders of Colorado and we prophesy all of Colorado shall be saved in Jesus name in the name of Jesus let's give the Lord a shout of praise tonight Colorado be saved Jesus name let's sing this in closing
time, Yeshua. Yeshua, he shall save. Yeshua, Yahweh is salvation. We thank you for the delivering power that is in your name. And we just speak the name of Jesus, Yeshua, over this state today, over this city today, over this region today. We go in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Yahweh is salvation. He shall save. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys.